the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. Hey, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. We are celebrating our seventh year on the air this year. Uh, Those of you that are new listeners, um, this show started on a little station up in the Sacramento area because of my just sheer frustration about what was going on after the downturn. Uh, I wanted to provide a outlet for you, the consumer, to come get your questions answered on what you can do and what you can't do in a real estate transaction. So we actually have become your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance and real estate, and we've got a great show for you this evening. Um, First of all, those of you that are new, Essex Mortgage, we've been in business 33 years. We fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. Does not make us a big box bank, and we're thankful for that every day. What it does allow us to do is act more like educators. Uh, it's kind of uh, the company was founded by a college professor, and our job is to educate you, the consumer, and give you the power of knowledge when you're making those decisions on one of the largest investments you're ever going to make. We have, first off, I have a homework assignment for all of you out there. I would like you to jump on Facebook. I know you're already there. And uh, type in Real Life Lending Radio, hit like, follow us. You'll be able to listen to previous shows. Maybe contact me. Maybe give me some show ideas or ask questions. Uh, One of the things that we do for all of our listeners, we offer uh, our two cents is always free. If you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction, you're always more than welcome to contact us. Provide us the loan estimate that you've received and we'll tell you an honest opinion. I'd say 80% of the time that's market will tell you so, hey, that's a pretty good deal. And I'll probably pick up the phone and call that loan officer and ask him if he wants a new job. Uh, but every now and then we'll find uh, uh, some uh, a situation where maybe well, we can maybe structure it this way. Why aren't you using this product? This might save you some money. So again, if you have any questions, you can reach us at reallifelending.com, reallifelending.com. We have a full studio today. First of all, one of my senior loan officers... Miss Sandra Pro. Hi, Sandra. Good evening, Stop Eric. Stop taking a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> Remind everybody who you are and what you do. Hi, my name's Sandra Pro, and I'm a loan officer here at Essex Mortgage. I've been doing mortgages for about 20 years, and before that, I processed and underwrote and drew docs. So I have a 30-year background in the mortgage industry. So you know it all. I never would admit (laughs) that now. Good answer. (laughs) uh, Those of you, I'm I'm celebrating my 29th year in the business, and I'm still learning. And one of the things that I've learned is that uh, if you're not living and breathing this industry seven days a week, um, you're not really picking up on what's changing because we are an evolving industry. We all know that the way we did loans, who we get in loans with, banks went away, products went away. 
and sometimes that was a good thing. But again, everything is continuously changing, and even myself, I'm still learning. I'm an investor. I deal with this. I go through the process just like you guys do. And the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from one of you folks. God, that makes me sound old, right? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Whether it's uh, buying that first home, second home, maybe that first investment property. We actually had one of our listeners uh, close on their first and second commercial property this last month. Uh, And again, if you have any questions, whether it's residential, commercial, give me a call. Uh, I pretty much can give you all the nice pie charts and graphs and help you find out if it's a good investment. If nothing else, learn from my mistakes. Uh, Sandra, it's been a long week. It has. And it's only Tuesday. (laughs) It has been a long week. It just seems that the last quarter of the year is always the busiest for us. I think we've got a lot of buyers out there that may have gotten frustrated during the so-called selling season and kids are back in school. We have the holidays right around the corner, but it seems to be the busiest time of year for us. It has. And I find like I am stacking up pre-quals and by that, I mean, it's super important to come in and talk to a loan officer and figure out what you actually qualify for. And a lot of times it's, uh, you qualify now and sometimes it's like, we need to work on your credit or we need to have a two year work average, or, uh, you need a little bit more money in the bank. And so there's sometimes we have clients who come in and, you know, 30, 45 days they've come in and they've sold, they've purchased and they're out the door. And then sometimes it's two months, six months or, um, you know, several months down the line before they're ready to buy. And we're happy to work with you through the entire process. Buying a house is an emotional thing, right? It is. It's a journey. It's a very, it's a really neat journey. I used to have a lot less gray hair and more of it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you made a good point. And I want to thank, first of all, I want to thank everybody. Last uh, Thursday, the 13th, we had one of our homebuyer events and we had a great turnout. We must've had 20, 30 people there and we had some good food and we have these every now and then just so you can come and ask questions and, and there's no pressure. We're not selling a CD in the back of the room. There's no pictures of me on a unicorn riding a, uh, that we're selling. It's something <laughs> that's really fun and we're going to have another one in the next couple months. So if you want to reserve a spot, give us a call or shoot us an email or just jump on real life lending. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and one of the things that we do kind of tied into that Sandra, that's a great point is that we will actually work with buyers. I actually have listeners Okay, folks, just like you, whether you're in your car at home or at home, we have listeners just like yourself that have been on my desk for literally 16, 17 months. Yep. We've been working on credit. We've been working on finding a down payment. We've been working on mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. Or we maybe been waiting for some product guidelines to change because that's a, that, that also can be a contributing factor. So don't anything that you're thinking, any of that, any hurdles that are in your mind, whether it's credit, down payment assistance, any of those things, we have solutions or at least a plan. The best thing that we do is find out where our starting point is, right? We'll get all your information, get your, all your documentation. We'll submit it to underwriting. Before you even start looking at a house, we'll identify any hurdles. We'll kind of overcome them. We'll tell you what products you uh, uh, qualify for. And most importantly, we're going to let you know exactly every out-of-pocket cost that you're going to have, what that payment's going to be at that price point, the down payment assistance program that you're going to get uh, that you qualify for. Maybe you're going to have to sell that motorcycle to help you buy that house. I know everybody's cringing here in the studio, but it's one of the things that we could give you the the power of knowledge, and I think that's what we do best here at Essex Mortgage. Uh, You know, here and one of the things here's a little secret, guys. Everybody knows I love to talk about interest rates, but interest rates are the highest in five years, and they're going to continue to rise. (laughs) In case you haven't listened for the last seven years, 
I'm not one of those lenders. I don't. I hate to talk about interest rates. I don't quote rates that maybe two percent of you will qualify for because it's such an individual thing. It's based on your FICO score, your loan to value, the type of property that you're buying, and it, it really is an individual thing. And that's why we can tailor something that's designed for you, your needs, and not really the banks. And but you're right. Little did I think that I'd be sitting here in 2018, late 2018, and still have interest rates in the fours. Uh, you know, I, we, we never would have thought that. We have a whole, the thing about this, guys. We have a whole generation of kids that think interest rates should be in the three percent. Hmm. My range. first house in the eighties was uh, thirteen and a quarter percent. I know that was my interest rate. I have a Time Magazine article at my office at home. It, it actually is from nineteen eighty three, and it states the headline on it is "Mortgage Rates Finally Fall Below Fourteen Percent." Yep. Just, I want you folks to think about that out there. How much less of a house? Can you buy for fourteen percent? That's a different. That's, I don't even. I'm not even going to say neighborhood. That's a different state. Yeah. Well, when I bought my house in '86, it was in Campbell, California, and we paid one thirty nine five. And I just looked that house up, and it's worth closer to. Well, it's over a hundred. Uh, it's over a million five. Well, you sold your parents' house recently in in the Bay Area. Yeah, they made a lot of money. <clears throat> they bought the house when? They bought their house fifty. They lived in their house for fifty years. And it was in Cupertino near the Apple, the new Apple Center. Talk about great so place to they buy. have retired beautifully up here. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it just goes to show you folks, you know, forget about making money. Forget about building wealth. Forget all those things that are, are positive tax incentives that, that help us in our real estate and buying real estate and the benefit of real estate. If nothing else, you're fixing your cost of housing for the next 30 years. Yeah. And you're paying your mortgage, not your landlord's mortgage. That rent is paying a mortgage. It may not be yeah. yours, but how? I mean, all right, I want to ask all you folks that are listening right now. Raise your hands because I can see you. How many people have gotten a rent increase notice, or your landlord's going to be selling the property? Uh, we get calls like that every day. Yeah, and you and you don't have control over that. And when you own your own home and you have a fixed rate payment, and most loans today don't have a prepayment penalty, so your thirty-year mortgage can be paid off early. It's it's a great it's a great investment. And one of the things I think that's important is you know the change in interest rates. Yes, everybody likes to brag about their interest rate, right? I remember bragging to my dad. But you know what? I, I mean, you mentioned paying you know thirteen percent, right? Mm-hmm. I remember paying seven and a half percent, and I think I paid a couple points to get there. Right. Uh, and people aren't used to that, uh, the way they're marketing these days. And I think that's something that, as housing increases, we are still in an upswing. Uh, we're going to have a, a, one of our top agents here in the Northern California on the show in the next segment. But the thing about real estate is, is that you know I don't. Well, the biggest question we get: Are we in a bubble? Or is it going to recession? Uh, housing is strong. Job market is strong. Income is strong. Now, has it caught up with the prices? Maybe not. But we have, it's still a great time. I think we have a window here of the next 12 to 18 months where interest rates are still going to be relatively low. Mm -hmm. Do I see them getting to 13%? Probably not. It's a different economy. It's a different world market. But uh, you got to remember, back then you were making 10% on your savings account as well. Oh, no, that's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do think that we're going to see continuously interest rates increase and that extra hundred, two hundred, three hundred, maybe four or five hundred dollars a month in the Bay Area, change in price could could mean a different neighborhood, maybe a different school district, and I, I think that is kind of incentivizing people, especially the young folks now, to actually stop realizing that that check that they write each month for two thousand dollars a month, and if you're in the Bay Area, you're paying three thousand dollars a month for a one bedroom. You know that's one hundred twenty thousand dollars over the next five, six, seven years. 
Um, that's a lot of money. Yeah. When you start doing the math that way, it's, it's a scary amount of money to be giving somebody else on something that you could be buying for yourself. I sat down with somebody last week and their mortgage was $2,100 or their, their rent was $2,100 a month. They'd been there for five years. I calculated what they had paid, you know, over $110,000. Light bulb goes off Mm -hmm. and it really is about finding something that's right for you. There are no wrong questions in real estate. That's what we're all about. Uh, one of the things that I want to remind everybody of, we have a text line. It's the best way to reach us tonight, 916-806-0606, 916-806-0606. Text us your questions. When we come back, we're going to talk real estate and lending. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Golofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name is Eric. We've had Sandra Pro in studio today. And again, I want to remind everybody of our text line, 916-806-0606. Sandra will be back in a little bit. But in studio today, first time appearance in studio, we have realtor extraordinaire Sally Longjohns. Hi, Sally. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, tell us, everybody, about a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm Sally Longjohns with Coldwell Banker. I've been with Coldwell Banker for 24 years in downtown Placerville, Eldorado County. Um, Hangtown. Hangtown. Yes, Hangtown, um, site of gold discovery in the That's state right. of California. So um, I'm in the top five with Coldwell Banker regionally. Oh, come on, brag a little bit. Top five regionally of all producers for Coldwell Banker. That's <laughs> impressive. So again, I kind of we'd love to have people in that seat. Tell us uh, how long you've been in this business. I've been with Coldwell Banker for 24 years. I've been licensed as a realtor for 17. So I started out as administrative staff to other agents, commercial and residential, getting my feet wet, learning the business, learning the mistakes and the and the positives. Mistakes? There are no mistakes in real estate. <laughs> the pluses and the minuses. <laughs> we call those opportunities, right? Yes, opportunities for learning. There you go. Um, I know that uh, it's it's kind of a unique market, and we have a lot of Bay Area buyers that like to buy vacation second homes up the hill. But uh, tell us a little bit about just your experience this year and what it was different, how it made it different from last year. First of all, first of all before we hit that, any nuances? or there anything changes you're seeing right now in the industry? So I'm going to echo what Sandra said a little while ago, is that we've seen an increase in the market in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. more activity. Um, I do credit that with back to school and um, a lower temperature overall. It was a warm summer. The first quarter of 2018 was incredibly busy, probably my busiest spring quarter ever. And then as we went into summer, it slowed. Third quarter was consistent, and I'm hoping that 2018 ends great for our buyers and our sellers. I see some price corrections um, you say so, corrections, not reductions. I like that. I, I say corrections. I think that people got enthusiastic and they um, <laughs> overpriced their homes um, because they thought it was just going to continue to go up. I don't think there's a bubble in the market. I think that mm. we've priced ourselves. We've come up to where we needed to be post-recession. And now we're kind of leveled off. It's a more even playing field for buyers and sellers. I mean, my goodness, interest rates are still phenomenally low, right? And yeah, historically, absolutely. So so people, people still want that 3% 30-year fixed loan. Which is unrealistic. I want it too. You know, it's an unrealistic expectation to have a 3% interest rate. So, uh, But, you know, you mentioned um, you didn't think there was a bubble. Um, and we guess probably one of the biggest questions that all of us real estate professionals get. People are, well, 
my dad told me it's a 10 year cycle, right? Everybody normally thinks seven to 10 year cycle, but the problem, the thing that people don't understand is that last downturn in the correction that we had, um, and the recovery that we've had never existed before. That was something that we never experienced in a real estate market. You know, banks went out of business, how we did business products went away, everything changed. Uh, and probably rightly so. But my always thought on the process is that we're getting back to a normal market. Unfortunately, we have a lot of real estate agents and folks that don't remember what a normal market is like. Um, and a normal market is historically, you know, six, four to seven percent growth a year, not the 20 percent we've seen in some of the uh, markets that we've had. I've got, you know, here's a great example of Marin County. You know, they're uh, they're up 15.4 percent year to year from last year. They have two, but however, they have two almost three months of inventory, unsold inventory in the market, and the average close time is 34 days. Compare that with uh, uh, San Mateo; uh, they're down almost two percent, but their average close, their their days on market is is 12 days. It's just a matter of inventory at this point. Would you agree? I would. Are you thinking that we're going to see a little bit more? In my eyes, I think we have a little more inventory. Maybe it's because of the corrections that we've seen. Uh, but do you think that's going to continue? I think the inventory needs to be improved. I think homeowners, my sellers, and other sellers need to really consider the product that they're putting out on the market. Um, Take care of the things that need to be addressed prior to going on the market. And in our marketplace, we advise our clients to take care of getting a pest inspection and clearance, having a roof inspection and any corrective repairs, making sure that your septic's in good working order, that the well is in good working order. And all of those things attract buyers because they know the product they're buying. And then you can price it for market conditions. Don't overprice it. Don't don't have to do a price correction. You know, price it appropriately compared using the sold comparable comps. Right. And I think that's one of the things I want to touch base on when we get back because I think that, you know, we've had an influx of real estate agents, you know, when the market's good. And it's been very competitive out there. But I think being honest to the seller – is one of the most important things for everybody in the transaction. Absolutely. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to continue speaking with Sally Longjohns, and we are going to get her thoughts on lending, the market, any predictions for the future. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name's Eric. I've got a realtor extraordinary expert, top producer with Caldwell Banker, Sally Longjohns, here in studio. And you're up in El Dorado County. Correct. And what do we know about El Dorado County listeners? We've talked about it a lot. They're one of the receiving local counties for Prop 90. You want to tell us about Prop 90? So bring your tax base into our county up until November 7th, 2018, which means your transaction in the Bay Area has to close prior to that date and your transaction in El Dorado County has to close prior to that date or on that date. Right. Um, and then it sunsets. It's... It's been very... You want to remind everybody what Prop 90 is? So basically, you're bringing your tax base. If you purchased your home in the 70s or the 80s, you get to bring your low tax base into our county and reap the benefits of a lower tax base for the life of your home. Yeah, real world uh, uh, scenario. I actually had a listener, just like you folks out there, that bought their house in 1978. Yeah, and uh, they paid $78,000 for it, so incidentally... Recently sold for just about 1.8. Buying, and she has her Prop 13 tax base from 1978. Obviously, it's gone up a little bit over the last 40 years. However, it uh, it's still less 
than her new home. She can actually take that property, those those proceeds, transfer her Prop 13 tax base to a property in El Dorado County, which she purchases. Uh, she can go buy a six seven hundred thousand dollar house where her regular uh, property tax bill each month would be six or seven hundred dollars. It's going to be based on her Prop 13 tax base that she's come bringing from her departing residence, and you have to be fifty five years or older. Yes, and it has to be your primary residence. Uh, and uh, those of you who remember, we had Carl, the tax assessor from El Dorado County, on. But am I missing anything? What are the dates that that again that you have to take advantage of this? It's it's actually going away. El Dorado County said, ah, we're losing too much money. Yeah, and they so actually took it away from us. It sunsets on November seventh, two thousand eighteen. So you have to close both transactions. Correct, by, before that date, on or before that date. And Carl Weiland is our county tax assessor, mm-hmm. and he can discuss the matter. His staff can give your listeners more guidance on that. Sure, I have his direct number too. Hey, one of the things I was going to ask you, how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to learn more about this property this, oh. or that product, Prop 90? So I'm happy to um, take phone calls at 530-306-0821 and I'm a textaholic, as Sandra knows. It's one <laughs> of the best ways to get a hold of me is to text 530-306-0821 because I do spend so much time in the foothills in mm-hmm. and out of cell phone range. I can often respond to a text message faster than I can respond to a phone call. And we have a lot of buyers that come up, look at our investment property, and cash flow is really great up the hill. Uh, again, do uh, you have some property you want to talk about today? I have a really charming house on Homestead okay. in... Um, it's got a Placerville zip code, mm-hmm. which means that if your listeners need to keep their Kaiser coverage, they get to keep it because Kaiser only goes into the Placerville zip code, not right. the Camino or Pollock Pine zip codes. Okay. Anyway, so that listing's a two-bedroom, two-bath turnkey on a couple of acres for 319000 Just a bargain. Right. And it's really a charming house attached to car garage, lots of privacy, and close to Jenkinson Lake, which is a local boating uh, recreation it, area. Great investment property for somebody. Yes, absolutely. How does somebody get a hold of you again? 530-306-0821. Any others? Um, so I have a what I call a teardown property in downtown Placerville on an acre, and it's listed at 250000 And the city of Placerville is extraordinarily easy to build and rebuild with. Um, it would be a great investment property for somebody to go in. Is and one wall standing? Leave one wall standing and start over. The house is, the house is kind of a Winchester mystery house. Um, <laughs> it's a hot mess. Oh, really? But it would be a fun project. I would take it on myself, except if I asked my husband to do one more thing, he'd probably divorce me. <laughs> hey, all right. And again, your phone number one more time. Well, thank you. Um, 530-306-0821. All right, folks, again, uh, your text line is 916-806-0606. We've got some text uh, coming in. When we come back, I want to ask um, Sally about her opinions on the lending industry, what's working, what's not. Give us some, some personal thoughts on our current market. Terrific. We'll, Thank you. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Golofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. My name is Eric. I'm here with Sally Longjohns with Coldwell Banker. And uh, before she sneaks away, I wanted to ask her a couple questions about our industry. Uh, I always ask all the agents that sit here. Uh, obviously, the lending industry has gone through a lot of changes. Um, just one of your opinion on what's working, what's not. What's your thoughts on the current lending industry? 
So I truly appreciate how Sandra does business and how she makes sure that our clients are fully underwritten before we put them in the car and show them properties because I don't like disappointing clients and I don't like drama. And you guys do a great job of eliminating drama and not disappointing my clients. We just don't let you see it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's always a little drama, right? Um, I mean, currently I have two failed septic systems on two different houses, so there's a little drama. So Um, that's the good. That's the good. We appreciate that. Yes. You know, underwriting clients fully, looking at all of their... Their documentation, verifying all those things. thats I think that that's one of the positives that's come out of the recessionary experience that we all did. Um, And and making sure that people have realistic expectations and understanding their own budget and setting parameters for where they need to be in 10 years financially where they are today. Yeah, I think that's really important. It's not just about the amount they qualify for. And one of the biggest things, the first question and the last question we ask during a pre-approval is what's your payment comfort? You know, we, we want you to be comfortable each month. We don't want you, we want you to like us and have smile when you write that check each month rather than, 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 than be angry. So it's really gets back to, I think being responsible lenders. And I think that, that the industry is doing well on that side, but what's, what's not working. I haven't really seen anything That's that isn't good. working. I feel like you guys have Sandra really... Makes it look all so easy. Yeah. I really feel like overall the industry has stepped up their game mm-hmm. and that they're working very hard to become, to teach our consumers how to be responsible um, managers, stewards of their mortgages. Right. So... And I think that's really important is that we set realistic expectations. Communication is everything in this industry. We know it's it's it's... It's emotional for the buyer and seller, and it's emotional for us because we we just absorb that energy, and, and clients become friends uh, after a transaction because we you know we know each other, we we know just about everything about each other by the time we're done. But I think more importantly, it's about the, the demographic that we're finally reaching. We finally have the younger folks that are they're identifying as new home buyers, and they're much more savvy. And they're doing their homework. They're doing their research. Hopefully, they're listening to the shows like this that they are a little more discerning. Are you seeing that when they're out looking at property? Absolutely. Um, I do think that HGTV programs <laughs> have done a huge disservice for our millennial buyers. And I have a pretty funny line where I we get to the first door and uh-huh. I turn to my young buyers and I'm like, this is nothing like TV. This house is probably not going to be the house that you buy, and we're not going to spend $100,000 remodeling it. This is just our baby steps. Right. So let's go in and look at it. It's not going to be your dream home. It's not going to be your forever home. So carpet and paint are cheap. <laughs> it doesn't need granite countertops and stainless appliances. So it's just education, consumer education from from the sure. lender, from the realtor, um, making sure that our buyers understand the reports that they are receiving and really read them, mm-hmm. and and then giving guidance and advice. So. I think that's really important as well because I think the the you know, somebody that's never bought or sold a house before that understands that needs to understand what they can expect on the real estate side as well. You know, uh, how, how, how verbiage to get your offer accepted, inspections, pest reports. 
um, what lenders want to see, what they don't want to see. It's all part of the- Are there things you don't want to see on my offer? <laughs> there are. I mean, it's just a matter of experience and making sure that in the competitive market that we're in, making sure we're doing our due diligence and our fiduciary to our clients, but more importantly, making sure that, that people come out of it with a good experience. And because there are so many surveys that there's, especially in the last 10 years when the industry was still trying to find itself after 2010 where things were where the pendulum swung really far one way. Now I think it's back to the middle. I, I personally think underwriting and, and the lending industry is, is a lot more common sense, and it's kind of right where it needs to be. Uh, I think that we're seeing some Alte products come out, which means we're seeing some alternative income documentation, bank statement programs, things like that. Uh, but they all have a place in our industry as long as the, the, uh, the borrower is understanding them and the agent knows the parameters to them as well. Um, I want to give a chance for all of our listeners to, to get your contact information one more time. Sally, how does somebody get a hold of you? Um, I'm Sally Long Johns with Coldwell Banker in downtown Placerville, 530-306-0821. 530-306-0821. Any predictions for next year? I think it's going to be a balanced market where buyers and sellers really work on negotiating, where it's not so the pendulum isn't going to just be in one side or the other. I think that um, buyers are going to find some bargains out there, some uh, correctly priced homes for Mm -hmm. them to to make a, a house, an investment. You think we're going to see some more inventory next year? I do. I have about 20 market analysis sitting on my desk right now that I've been chinking through. It's taking forever. Um, because I don't have enough comparable solds in some categories to really do my seller's justice. I I think we're going to start seeing the move up and move down buyer come back to our market next year. I I would agree with you. I think they're finally realizing that their equity is no longer just on paper. They're not going to lose it like they did during the downturn. I think they're finally going to make, and and people have been afraid to go through the process. They heard how terrible and how, how difficult the, the, the purchasing process is. But I think, I think people are getting scared with interest rates creeping up. They're going to make a move in the next 12 months. Yeah. Well, thanks for being part of the show. Thank you. Again, Sally Long Johns with Caldwell Banker. Give her a call. 530-306-0821. Uh, All right, folks, you are listening to Real Life Lending. One of the things I want to make a note, if you're a licensed NMLS loan officer, we are continuously growing. We've gone from seven to 30 states in the last 18 months. We are growing the company, and we want educators like you to help the consumers in our uh, local market become knowledgeable about the biggest investment they're ever going to make. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Olofsky. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending and Real Estate. My name is Eric Olofsky. We are happy to be here. Again, those of you that uh, want to uh, contact me, work with me, go to reallifelending.com. Go to our Facebook, Real Life Lending Radio, uh, and hit like, follow us, listen to previous shows. And Sandra Sandra Pro is back with us. Sandra, uh, I know that you are one of my top loan officers. You speak to a lot of people each week. What what are you seeing? What Are, what are, are people... People are really still looking, still still serious. What's going on? Yeah, I, I've seen... Because we get a lot of leads. People call us from the show, and we're, right? you know, it takes a long time. And listen, folks, one of the things I want to mention is anything anything you tell us, people, people always get quiet. They don't want to tell us about any hurdles they've had in the past. Trust me, if we haven't experienced it ourselves, we listened to it three... We've heard it three times already the, today. Right. So don't be afraid to tell us what's going on. Yeah, I've kind of seen a... a 
a mixed bag of situations. And when you guys were talking about meeting your buyer's expectations, that's part of the biggest part of the pre-approval because, you know, if you have somebody saying, I want my house payment to be under $1,500 a month, but then they want to get um, 100% financing at 385 the two do not blend. And, and then right. so we have to set up realistic mm-hmm. expectations, and that's a big part of it. And when you give somebody, especially a first-time homebuyer, a fee sheet, and they look at, oh, we have lender fees, oh, we have title and escrow fees, and then there are fees to set up impound and prepaid accounts. So it's not just that down payment you have to sure, come up with. And I also had a first-time homebuyer who asked me how much they had to pay their real estate agent. Exactly. They did not know that the seller pays the real estate agent. Absolutely. So there's so, so many things to know. And when you asked me, do I know everything? I said, no. But I know enough to ask a question. Right. I know enough to do the research. Like, that sounds vaguely familiar. How do I get there? And I can find that answer for you. Yeah, and I think that's that's the sign of a good loan officer or teacher in general, depending on whether it's real estate or or, or history, is that if you don't know the answer, you're going to know where to find it, right? And there are things that uh, that I still learn as a investor, as a loan officer, uh, as a lender. It is just a continuous uh, educational process. My dad was a broker for 55 years, and and uh, I mean, he used to tell me, and I said, ah, you do that for that long, you know everything. But it's continuously evolving our industry, and it's changing, and we're having a lot more technology come aboard. And yes, all you millennials out there, we have mortgage apps, we have all the online uh, approval processes. We don't even have to ever see and shake your hand. So, but obviously, for those of you folks that want a little extra handholding, that's kind of what we do, and we want to make sure again that that you are an educated about what you're buying and what you're signing and all the whole the steps in the process. Um, I know you had some recent success stories, right? I, I did. And I had um, a recent first-time home buyer that I just adored. And they walked in thinking it was going to be quite a while before they could buy a house. Mm-hmm. And up here, we have a Cal HFA program that works great. I mean, it is a California program, but our sale prices work within their limitations. And they they bought a house and were moved in in less than 60 days from when I first met them. And they're just absolutely thrilled with their house. And um, it was just a really great experience. And it's just my favorite buyer is the first time home buyer. I agree. And getting those keys. And again, those, that Cal HFA, Cal HFA, a down payment assistance program, you can make up to Mm $150,000. It does work in the Bay area. It works as long as it's a conforming loan limit. So it, uh, it is, you actually can borrow, believe it or not, 104% of the purchase price of the house. It will cover your down payment, most of your closing costs. And it's a unique product. But again, we had our home buying event last week and it's great just to get people in a room and and depending on how many people are there, they can last anywhere from two to four hours, eat some good food, and people ask questions. And that's one of the things I love about, our, especially our young buyers, they're asking the right questions. They are. And I had another couple I talked to um, just this past week, and they are just absolutely ready to go. They knew questions about FHA. They asked questions about PMI versus the mortgage insurance. And they were absolutely on board. They're going to be successful buyers. Great. Hey, well, thanks for being here, Sandra. It's been my pleasure. How does somebody get a hold of you? 530-391-4314. Text or phone. One more time. 530-391-4314. All right, folks. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, reallifelending.com. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Golofsky. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.